Good morning. How are you doing today, Nini? I'm so slay. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. It's, this has got to be exciting for you on, on NBC's The Voice because you, you've gone from being an everyday girl from, from Georgia and New York to now you get to talk with the world and to share your story. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's a dream come true. I've been trying out for The Voice for many years now. And, uh, you know, like um, after trying out so many years and not getting in, finally you get in and it kind of feels like a dream. It doesn't it doesn't feel real still, I think. Well, to, to have that perseverance, I mean, so many people, they hear the word no and they say, OK, I'm going to go get a job at 7-Eleven. And it's like, wait a second, you were you, you, you're br- brilliant with your singing. Why don't you just get in there and try again? I know, I know. And I've I've definitely had different jobs like that. Now, maybe not in 7-Eleven, but uh, other stores. And I've driven rideshare and I've been a waitress all these years that I've been in the United States. And But you're so right. Like, you got to keep trying and you got to keep grinding and you got to keep doing it. And eventually you'll get it. And I think I'm a perfect example for that. And I'm not the only one on the show that has been uh told no and they kept trying and they they got to the places they wanted to get so yay you know what you were talking about doing those those odd jobs such as ride sharing things to me that was your opportunity to be the student because i always think about who was receiving your energy in that day and what would their day have been like if you were not part of it so i i don't see odd jobs as odd jobs i see that as a calling to go out there and do something with those that could be in your audience in the future yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know if they're going to remember me at all, actually, but <laughs> I don't know if, if they even paid attention to like who was their driver, but maybe, maybe, maybe a one or two people that I actually got to have a conversation with uh, in the car. Maybe, maybe they'll see me and they recognize me. They'd be like, oh, that girl was driver. <laughs> when when you perform, or in, if you've been in the recording studio, do you find yourself thinking about who is going to get that music? Because in radio, they ask us to put pictures in front of us. They ask us to think one-on-one, to always be aware that listeners are out there. Do you do that as a musician as well? Uh, I don't think I do that. Uh, I don't know. I think when I record uh, or when I write, it's it's not it's not for a specific audience. I think people can get into it like no matter what genre they listen to, or I think it's it's more about feelings that they get listening to my song rather than like, oh, like I, if I listen to jazz, let's say I'm not gonna listen to this girl. I think I think uh, one thing that I, I I like about myself is that I put a lot of feeling into my music mm-hmm. and that, can, that people can connect no matter age and, um, sex or, you know, you know, like anybody can get into it. <laughs> when did you gain that confidence to put so much into your music? Because when you bury your soul like that, I mean, it's like being a podcaster, you know, it took me years to be able to say things that is like, that was coming from my heart, but I didn't mean it coming from my heart. In other words, I, I said words, but I didn't put it in the yeah. words that really, as they came into me. I don't know. I think that has happened naturally over the years, um, especially coming to this country and, uh, you know, having all these obstacles that I had to go through. And it just I think it just comes naturally um, in years. Yeah. So many creative people come to America because there's just something about the soil here. Because, I mean, the members of, of Def Leppard love to spend time in the Southern South because they, they like that Delta sound. What What is it that, that draws you to the American music scene? 
I think American music period. Cause I grew up listening to American music and, and I just wanted to be one of those artists that, that, you know, they, that they became those people. And, and, um, I just wanted to be one of them. So definitely listening, growing up to, uh, listening to American music made me want to come here. Yeah, definitely. You and I have something in common. I've been in the wedding business for 31 years and you and I could write a book about about weddings. But the thing is, is that who would read it? <laughs> nobody probably like, literally nobody's interested <laughs> but yet our experiences are a country music song I mean, it's, it's, we go through so much stuff <laughs> totally totally uh, i mean i definitely love my wedding scene but the goal is to get out of it <laughs> but you know what though don't you think it's because we have a connection with the brides and grooms because I became an efficient for weddings because I got tired of seeing one two three four out the door I needed to have a story I needed to have someone embrace I needed tears in the front row and the back row to, because we, everybody knows who the bride and groom are yeah yeah uh, I, I mean it's it's a, it's a special event that you get to perform and it's definitely beautiful to share your voice and and your presence with the crowd and i'm really really grateful for that but at the end of the day yeah i definitely would love to be able to perform my own original music yep, yep. which for unfortunately i don't get to in weddings and that's the only downside of it <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? That was so funny is that Darius Rutger from Hooting the Blowfish would tell you, man, you got to stay with the originals. Oh, my God. That's where the people are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, I agree. How do you deal with the modern day uh, bridal party in the way that, hey, here's my Spotify list. Who are these people that you've got on this list? Yeah, I got them on Spotify. I don't know any of these artists. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think any of the people that have listened to me sing at weddings know that I have original music out and I don't know if they care, but I think now that they see me on the voice, they're more into it because mm -hmm. people, people recognize me and they, I see them follow me afterwards after my performances at, at weddings. And I think things are definitely shifting and changing and, that's thanks to the voice. Absolutely. Do you ever get sneaky a little bit on Spotify or on Instagram and find out what list that you are on when it comes to your music? Because it's, it's amazing how people have treated these streaming services as the new record store. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I look at everything. I look at everything. I'm a, I'm a little nosy, nosy <laughs> little girl. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's mind blowing. How important is Saba to your present journey? Because I mean, I think oh. I think there's a collaboration here that that oh my god, I think it's going to grow in huge ways. Uh, my best friend Saba. If people, I'm sure that they they probably don't know about him too too well, but that is a person that has been with me uh, for since I came to this country, and has been has been with me through tough times and happy times and. Um, he's inspiration for me in many ways because he also comes from nothing and um, he's managed to create a life for himself in this uh, big city in New York City and he's just such a fighter and he's definitely inspires me to be the same person and uh, it's I just feel really thrilled and ha so happy to have such a wonderful person be my best friend mm -hmm. and just be with me all the time. 
See, that to me right there is a great song or it's a great book because, I mean, the, what, what you two yeah. have done together is, I mean, that, that's what inspires people to return to the friendship. It's not about liking somebody on social media. You got to have genuine people. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that he cares about me more than I mean, probably as much as my family cares about me. And it, that's just so beautiful. And it, it takes a lot of like be, being a lot of per, like bigger, a bigger person to care about somebody that's not your family. Like it's not not blood related family. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just something really, really special to me. And I, I cherish that. I've always so much. I've always believed that when we turn 30, we go back into our 20s and mop the messes that we've we've created. And then because in our 20s, what we were doing, we were doing everything we couldn't do as teenagers. So as you get closer to 30, do you find yourself going, okay, look, I've got this music dream. My music dream is very much alive. Now I need to really explore what I can do with this music. Yeah, absolutely. Except I don't like to think about my 30s yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be 30 yet. <laughs> oh, oh, man. wait, Because I'm 61, and I'll tell you what. I can't wait to be 70. And the reason why is because as you grow oh. with the decades, there's just something that takes over your heart that it's no longer about being young again. It's about what can I do with what little time I've got left. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so right. And definitely, uh, I think... Um, I definitely don't want to be 30, but uh, I think uh, I'm like, okay, I don't have enough time now because, you know, music industry, especially females, I think they have very little time to start their career. And then it's just, it's, uh, it just gets narrower and narrower your chances as you grow older. So uh, definitely I'm just like, okay, I have very little time to do all these things that I want to do because I have a lot of plans for myself and, and I just I just have to like make them come true so totally with with you getting so many hits and stuff on Spotify iHeartRadio and TikTok is it important for you to find your voice still on terrestrial radio yeah 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 I, I definitely want to be on the radio. Yeah. What is it about the yeah. radio? Because so many people, because I'll, I'll tell you what's happening. I'm a, I'm a broadcast instructor and, and so many people, you tell them, okay, we're going to go in and we're going to work in the radio station studio. No, dude, no, dude. I didn't take this because I, I, I want nothing to do with that studio. I want to make really? videos. No, I think I want both. Like I want to be on the radio. I know that there's a lot of people that listen to the radio and the more people that get to hear my my song that I mean I I, I can't that's the that's the main goal. I want to connect with as many people as possible. So, and on the other hand, videos, yeah, I love videos. Yeah. I think I think I think I definitely can do both and why not? One of the things that we're learning uh, about being a musician these days is that do everything you can to own your music because we, we're all being taught a great lesson from Taylor Swift in the way of saying, yeah. um, if, if I don't own it, I'm going back into that studio to re-record it so I can own it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so far I own all of my music, good. so <laughs> we're good. <laughs> yeah, because we're good. We, we all have those those moments inside that room with that engineer where it's like, okay, the engineer thinks that you've relinquished your energy to them so they can have a project and they can just continue building their name. But it's it's got to stay in the hands of those that are making the music. Yeah, especially if like uh, most of your idea, it's most of the ideas are yours and you've put in so much work into those songs and it's it's heartbreaking to see like somebody wanting to take a piece of that, you know what I mean? Like a big chunk of that too, not just a little piece of that. Um, so it's very important to uh, 
to to keep your songs to yourself i guess and own most of the shares of it and uh, i'm definitely lucky so far that <laughs> I, I own all of my songs. Oh, yeah. And what is that journey like for you to be a part of this circle that's constantly moving on NBC's The Voice, meaning that we only get to see a, just a sliver of your guys' story, maybe a little bit of something shot that was during the week because you guys were out doing something, and then you get to perform. But you're experiencing the whole journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's insane, the whole voice journey. It's not just a musical experience. I think it's just we're put in a hotel and we, we live with a bunch of so many talented artists. And uh, it's, it, you, we grow not just as artists, but as people to you learn to like live with so many talented people. And it's like, it's a competition. Mm -hmm but you become friends with these people. So you forget about the competition in, in a way. And then it's just a mix of so many beautiful emotions and some nerves, definitely. It's insane. I can't even explain it like with words. It's, it's really insane feeling. It's a lot of emotions. It reminds me so much of, of women's gymnastics where you see like 12 girls that are competing for the United States or they're, they're with the United States. And all of a sudden, one of them stands out. They're still hugging each other. They're still loving each other. They're still cheering on for each other. That's yeah. how I see the voice as well is that everybody is for everybody. Exactly, exactly. We we grow to love each other so much that at this point, yeah, I mean, you want you want to win or like you want to do well in the competition, but then you fall in love with these so many people and you also want them to do good and you want you cheer for them and you want to you want you want to see them thrive and shine. Absolutely. Wow. So where can people go to find out more about you and give you a whole lot of love? Ooh, there is not one place, but if they follow me on my social media, I post about my shows or my live streams and stuff like that. My Instagram is Nini's Music, <clears throat> and my TikTok is Nini Iris One. Um, and you can follow me there and find out things about me. Well, see, I, lo I love that about you, that you're not stuck to just one social media outlet because to, to be everywhere, you've got to be everywhere. Yeah, I'm definitely everywhere. I just, um, because every social media, uh, I think has their own um, crowd, yep, like yep. different age groups. Yep. So um, I want to reach everybody. I want to be friends with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Yes. <laughs> Will you be brilliant today, okay? <laughs>